Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. I'm Justin Alexio. Thanks so much for tuning in, friends, Woo. peeps of the show. And, enemies, uh, enemies. fucking enemies out there that listen to this. Yeah, get, enemies. Try and get dirt on me. I fucking know who you are. Yep. A- ex-girlfriends of Justin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it must be my exes. That's, I'm not cool enough to have uh, male enemies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did get some, uh, some comments uh, uh, this past week. And uh, on uh, Lauren Zima's episode, Zima X underscore X underscore foolish underscore X underscore X <laughs> said, I enjoyed this, yo. <laughs> you, you're so hip hop, bro. So hip hop. Let's look at the picture. <laughs> very, well, he's, very white. He's, yeah, he's super white. And it looks like he graduated magna cum laude. So, yeah. So, congrats on that, friend. Yeah. All right. You're doing good. You're going to run a company. Yeah. Eventually. You're going to run a company. <laughs> and then uh, I think we read this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our buddy uh, uh, Span Flint uh, leaves comments every once in a while and said, uh, extremely good. So thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks, guys. Thank we you. haven't had any trolls in a while. No, it's kind of nice. It's uh, It's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. And yeah. And then also, Span Flynn said it's a it's magnificent Smiley on Kyle Kreiss's uh, episode, episode two hundred five. So thanks, guys. Uh, if you want to comment, we'll give you a shout out and let you know uh, what's up. And thank you. And oh, this is a, a reply from another podcast. Be positive. One says, "I write positive when I mean it. Otherwise, I try to keep to myself." Thanks for asking. All right, way to lay it down. Yeah, Fucking. thank you. No am- ambiguity there. Done and done. Yeah, done. I bet you did a drop drop the mic after that, didn't drop you? Drop the mic. Which, uh, guys, if you ever become a comedian, don't fucking drop the mic. Dude, the sound guys get so mad at you. It, yeah, it damages the mic, and it doesn't sound good. And I've never have seen a, mo- a mic drop that was funny. So I've never seen one. I'm sure they exist, but... Yeah, they've got to exist somewhere, right? <laughs> I mean, have you done some, some mic drops, Jeremiah? <laughs> uh, I think I did actually one that I executed that was <laughs> funny, but uh, they're pretty rare. <laughs> <laughs> That's one out of <coughs> multiple that, you know, that the, other, and, the other ones did not work. That and when white people say the N-word usually do not go over. It's got to be a very well-written joke, uh, you know? Yeah. If that's if that's the case. Justin and I just had breakfast together. Yeah, it was He had uh, a muffin, I had a bowl of uh honey oh. bunches of oats. Uh it was pretty good. tasty. Yeah. That was uh felt like we were brothers. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was good times. <laughs> your uh dude, your girlfriend is so good at cooking and baking, it makes me want to have a girlfriend as well. Yeah, dude. It's uh it's cool. You don't ever cook? You lazy bastard. Uh, so lazy, Justin. I'll I'll cook your breakfast every once in a while. I'm pretty good at like making it. What can you make? I feel like I've I never can seen make you cook. Eggs. Okay. Uh multiple styles. Okay, because I was like, that's not that hard, dude. <laughs> I can do scrambled over medium. You can make omelet type stuff. Excuse me, I'm like burping up my uh honey nut. 
<coughs> bunch of votes, excuse me. Uh, and I make a killer grilled cheese. I know how to make certain uh, rice dishes. Uh, many packaged things. <laughs> I'm very good at that. Uh, I know how to make a mean Pop-Tart. Wow. Uh, you, I'm good at grilling, but we don't have a grill. I'm actually good at grilling. Yeah? So I usually, I usually take... Yeah, my dad is really good at, at grilling, and he taught me. And I will sometimes take over whenever I go to parties, especially at L.A. parties. Nobody knows how to freaking barbecue. <laughs> and uh, you're that guy that's like, give me the tongs. I'm just like, give it to me, or or, or like, there will just be tons of meat that's out, and people are like, uh, you fix it, you have to fix it yourself if you want it, and I'm like, all right. And then I've had multiple people be like, whoa, that looks really good. I'm like, all right, I'll fix you one. Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll be the. Nice it's not guy. my meat. I didn't bring <laughs> meat, <laughs> and then I act like it's my meat. I'm like, yeah, I'll break you off. So here you go. Here you go. Yeah, don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, I got taught how to grill, but and to marinate. I know how to marinate, but uh, grilling I get distracted, dude, because I don't like cooking. So like, if I'm like at a barbecue, I'll start talking to friends, and then the fucking grill lights on fire. Yeah, and then, uh, I get yelled at. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I don't fuck with it. Yeah, dog. I I know how to make cookies. If like, uh, and Justin knows how to buy cookies too yeah. from Ralph's. <laughs> He's brought them over many times my place. Hey, man. He's trying to be be a good friend. He's a good friend. He's a good buddy. No, I don't know why people come over and they drink water and they don't use coasters when there's coasters on the table. I don't get that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just noticing that on on my table right now. (laughs) I mean, I noticed it earlier and I blocked it out. I was like, I can't do it during the interview. But I'll pick it up and do it. Oh, left a freaking ring. Does that damage the table? Is that what coasters? Well, yeah, that's what the. I mean, it it sometimes will like get in the wood, and it'll leave freaking rings on your on your wood. I'm not, watching not, Jeremiah's ADD kicking right now. He's all over the table. Yeah, my ADD, or rather OCD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that's what, what that's what coasters are for. It's like if there's coasters on the table, freaking. So I always when I gonna set a drink on a table. I look if they got coasters. They ain't got coasters. That's their problem. Yeah. I set that drink it's out. game on. Get ready for <laughs> table damage, son. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh. I had a I had a pretty pretty good week, man. What about yourself? I had a good week. Uh you know, it was good. I feel like you had a better week than I did. But uh my week was still really good. It w- <laughs> it's one of the. <laughs> if we're be- being honest, here. I mean, if we're being honest, it's it's one of the better weeks I've had here in a little bit. Uh, but I but really though, I've just had I'm very uh, super grateful. The last really last month or two has been pretty solid. Uh, I can't complain. Like it's been it's been busy, and I've been super happy for some opportunities that have been uh coming my way which you builders you should go listen to our podcast in november how sad jeremiah is yeah just, you can see the difference you can see the contrast guys <laughs> but this uh this past week was really really cool i did um <clears throat> sleepaway camp uh on tuesday at the downtown independent That's a really good show it was awesome man i followed rory scoville which for i was just excited anytime you follow somebody that's that good mm-hmm. i love i love doing that because it's a to me, it's a win-win. A lot of people are like, "Oh, I don't want to follow them," but uh, I've talked to uh, with uh, to uh, about this with uh, my buddy Dean Del Rey a lot. You know, we always say uh, it's a win-win because if you don't do well, then you have 
well, I followed so and so. And if you yeah. did do well, then it's like I did it I, despite following them. Yeah, yeah, I did despite following them. So it's a it's a win win. Like yeah. either way. Uh so I followed Rory and uh, I had a really fun set. Uh and then I went on to do roast battle and we did the uh, we did the all Mexican wave because uh uh Jamar Neighbors and Willie Hunter weren't there uh to do the the Negro wave. So we had this backup wave with uh, Frank Castillo and Omar Nava. And we did this bit that the, the it got the, the bit that we did like between the jokes, how it works uh, for roast battle, comedians will insult each other and the jokes that get like r- really big response from the audience, like the wave will like blow up and do like act outs or small vignettes after that. So the vignette that we did after one of the jokes landed really hard and it just started to like go crazy. It's, Frank Castillo was in a sombrero and he was shirtless and he had little uh, swimming floaties on his arms and I poured water on his bare back. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, if you don't get that, it's a, it's like a, uh, like a, an act out of like a, a Mexican wetback joke. That's what I, I think they got it, Jeremiah. That, that's what that is. So, uh, I think they got it. But um, that got a huge response. <laughs> that was, that was fun. Uh, and then um, on Wednesday, I had a. Uh, I also had a couple auditions this week. I'll I'll talk to you later about. But Wednesday, I had a, a meeting with uh, uh, an agency, uh, VPN for uh, for voiceover. Yeah. Uh, to see if they would be interested in signing me, and the meeting went well, and uh, I got referred by a couple people in Skylar Stone fellow comedian he gave me an awesome referral he is rep by them he happened to be in the office like reading copy gave me an awesome referral as well as a couple of the other agents there and then i did a good audition and they ended up signing me so i now uh, have oh, a voiceover representation shit. guys and i think that's how jeremiah is gonna make some money because i've been telling him yo dude you gotta get in that voiceover game you gotta get in that voiceover game dog so we'll see. I, I'm super excited. I mean, we have some friends uh, we had on the podcast, even Julie Marcus, who explained the voiceover world to us. Uh, go back and listen to that episode. It's it's pretty fascinating how that world works. But I'm slowly going to hopefully get deeper and deeper into it. And hopefully I'll be able to book some stuff that will be able to help support my stand-up comedy and, and other stuff. Got to make it in this town. Any, make money any way you know how. Yeah. And then uh, this weekend, I was in La Jolla at the La Jolla Comedy Store. I opened uh, for Adam White Ray. people. Yeah, Adam Ray Headline and KT Tatar featured. And I rode down with KT Tatar and got to know him a lot better. And he uh, he was so nice to me all weekend, dude. Like he, uh, he wouldn't let me pay for gas. He bought me lunch, wouldn't let me pay for it. And uh, I kept trying to give him money. And he's like, no, dude. He's like, I had a lot of older guys that did this for me whenever I was your age. Uh, I got to pay it forward. Oh, I was like, dude, sweet. thank you so much because he, he probably doesn't even realize how poor I am. <laughs> or maybe he does, and that's why he did. <laughs> but I really appreciated it. So shout out to KT. Thank you, man. Are you, you going to pay it forward when... Uh... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, like, like whenever I go out with like Bobby Lee or Jeff Ross, they are like... They do it, and, and I'm super appreciative. Uh, uh, but they they have you know they have a good amount of income. I don't really know what KT's situation is, but it was more surprising to me that he was I guess that nice because we don't know each other that well. Yeah, and he was just like, "No, I got you, man. 
uh, with Bobby and, and Jeff, like I've known those guys for a long time. So I'm just like, oh, it's appreciated, but it's different. You're when, also friends with them. Yeah, exactly. But I felt like I uh, made a new friend this weekend. That's uh, I also want, I wonder if there's people out there that they get something nice, like the people that buy your uh, drinks at Starbucks. Yeah. And then they just decide, yeah, it ends here. I'm not going to pay it forward. I got a friend that actually does oh, that. Yeah. We're just like, no, that's free drinks, bro. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would like. I would hope that uh, I'll be in a place someday where I can. You will once this voiceover money starts pouring oh, in. Oh, snap, down. How? Oh man, it's gonna get crazy, man. <laughs> oh man, oh man, it's so crazy, dog. How much money do you think you would need to save before you could like do a little uh, a, a purchase for yourself? Like, how much money would you need in the bank for, like, all right, I've got enough in the bank. I can buy myself a new pair of shoes. Something like that. I don't know, because that wouldn't be the first. I mean, the first thing that would be at the top of my list, well, I'd like to, uh, to I owe some people some money. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be the, that'd be the top of the list. The next thing would be uh, upgrading my car, just because uh, it's been a, okay car for me pretty dependable but it's polluting the environment it's like oh for <laughs> sure uh there's just some things wrong with it that i'm just like nervous that if i don't upgrade to an, a newer car then i could get stranded somewhere or something so i'd probably yeah i'd probably put money towards a car if i got money coming in from somewhere so you need like you need like fifteen thousand, and then you can buy yourself some shoes that'd be cool <laughs> 15 G's. I guess. I mean, but the thing with me is like some like shoes. I keep my shoes in really nice condition, so I don't need new shoes. What's right the now. first splurge purchase you're going to do? I know we've talked about things we would want to buy, like drive, not, not driver, like something that just all right, has I got nothing some money. to do with. Yeah, it's just like first nice purchase. <laughs> this is so, like, I should have spent this like forever ago. It's only like 30 or $40. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have this cinema display, this Apple um, cinema display. It's like this HD screen that I could hook up to my laptop, but I, but I don't have the proper cord, so it's just sitting on my desk right now. Uh, and so I like, now that I'm thinking about it, I should like just put that. Like I should just buy that. That's kind of ridiculous that I'm not using that. Yeah, dude. What are you doing? That thing's so nice. I know. I need to spend like forty bucks or so, maybe eighty bucks. I don't know. I get I, I get what you're saying. You know it's what I mean? Not it's just like it. it's not a necessity right now. So I I'm, I'm, I cut out all my non-necessity purchases, and uh, I didn't have headphones for two months. Yep, thing cost twenty bucks. And I was like, I know, isn't it ridiculous? <laughs> what we go with that? I haven't had on my car the shifter on my car. It's just a metal <laughs> stick that's poking out of the console to shift it. It's not, you know, there's usually like a, a handle or a grip or something. <laughs> something. It's lo- it looks like a screwdriver poking out of like the middle of my car to, to change gears. Yeah, it's pretty ratchet. But if you got a girlfriend, you don't need a nice, <laughs> you, you can have that. Dude, I think I need to put Freon in my car. I think that's actually the, the first, I, th- I think I need to do that right now. <laughs> like it's about to get hot and there's been a couple of days where it got hot and I'm like, oh man, this AC is not coming out right. It, like it comes out like the full strength, yeah, but not temperature wise. Like I'll put it down to sixty five, and I'm like, this is not sixty five. Do degrees. you know how to put freon on your freon in your car? No, I'll have to take it too. How much does that cost you? I don't know. I want to see if he can give me a shifter slash freon combo <laughs> deal. 
I'll oh, see. You got to get your shit fixed guy. finally. Maybe. If he's like, eh, it'll be 20 bucks, I'll be like, oh, I should do that. You know what sucks is my dad has taught me how to do Freon because in AZ it's necessity. And I just have totally forgotten. And I've seen him do it like 10 times. Dude, my dad uh, said, uh, like, <laughs> we pull the air, we used to pull air conditioning units from places. Yeah. Where, because like for scrap, you could get a lot of money. Like, it, anytime he would change out uh, an AC unit at a church or something, he'd be like, all right, let's, let's, Haul the old one in the back of the truck. We can get a lot for some scrap, scrap for the scrap metal, sort of for yeah. parts and different stuff like that. And he goes, uh, "Just to let you know, uh, we're we're about to do something pretty illegal right now." <laughs> He's like, "We need a technician to uh, to to cut the free online." But uh, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna rip it out. <laughs> uh, it's really bad for the atmosphere, and it's like a thousand dollar fine. But uh, it also will be $100 or $200 to get a repair guy out here to properly do it. So we're just going to rip it out and uh, let it go. We ripped it this out. This is your Dude, daddy? This is my dad. We ripped this out of the side of the church. This gaseous material went into the air. And I'm like, oh, this is what they're talking about. It's like, <laughs> it's like super loud and just white, like. Stuff that's going into the air, and I guess it's like a thousand dollar fine if you get caught doing it. Your dad's just like, whatever. Well, he wanted to save a hundred bucks, so <laughs> <laughs> we didn't I do mean, it that's properly. A, that's a good gamble. Yeah, right. One to ten odds, or whatever. I love how your dad is explaining the crime to you. Like, I feel like most parents would want to shield their children from the bad they're doing. Yeah. Not, not like a mafia movie at all. Not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> not my daddy. Not my dad. My dad told me. Um, my dad would teach me stuff how to do like that. He would teach me how to. He's taught me how he used to steal cars back in the days. So he told me how to how to hotwire one. Is like, has your dad been diesel? <laughs> I wish my dad. My dad's been in a helicopter chase. Yeah, for stealing cars. And he said he when he his good luck charm when he would go to court for stealing cars was to steal a car on the way there so he wouldn't have to take the subway. It's like Jesus, Daddy. But uh, I know how to hotwire a car, guys. If I ever need to. So, does that make you me. feel pretty cool? I mean, yeah, but I'm, I'm, it also makes me not feel cool because I know I'm too much of a, a, like a, a sissy to ever have to do it. I could never be man enough to steal a car. Grand Theft Auto, dude, you go to prison for that. Yep. So, no, I don't feel like a man. Oh, okay. My dad also taught my stepdad also taught me karate, and um, and uh, I don't really know. I don't remember. Although, actually, I'm just remembering something right now. When I he was teaching me. I remember my he got so mad at my dog when I was like 12 years old. My dog used to chew stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's because he my dog went in and into my dad's garage, started chewing stuff, dragged out his porn collection that he had, Uh-oh. like old magazines, and just sprayed them all over the yard. And then my mom found them. <laughs> and he got so mad at my dog. But my mom's like, you can't get mad at the dog. And then I had to, my mom's like, you should uh, keep, keep Otto near you because... You don't know what your stepdad might do because wow. I'm pretty mad at him. <laughs> That's crazy. R.I.P. to Otto. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Otto, my boy, from back in the day. Discover my stepdad's porn collection. <laughs> yeah, La Jolla is pretty fun this weekend, man. I uh, I got to do some longer sets, which were uh, for me. Well, longer sets for me in town from compared to in town. I did uh, opened, opened the show. They put a La Jolla store guy up first did, that did five minutes. And then I would go up and do 20 minutes after that. So it was cool to do uh, 
20 minutes to open the show. Do those San Diego comics just look up to you like, you're L.A. comic? Uh, I don't know so much about that. I mean, there's there's definitely some guys. I mean, I had good sets. And, I mean, after you do good sets down there, they're like, I think that some of them are reassured, like, oh, this is why these guys got sent down, even though I don't know who they are necessarily yeah. but i've been down there enough where i know most of the staff and the comics who who are working there so uh i usually you know try to do do you best. ever think sometimes i think about just moving back home and just being the best comic in my town <laughs> just Dude, being no. number one. Oh man <laughs> oh man i'm so competitive i'll never be number one out here it's like man i could i could run my town again Right? <laughs> I don't know, man. I do not know. You never think about that? Remember how you were... I mean, I was the funniest kid in my high school class. Like, I was just always a bit number one at comedy. Then you move out here, you're fucking number one million, and it's... Sometimes mi- tough, guys. So Justin and I right now are working on getting some Just for Laughs uh, Montreal showcases. We'll see if it happens or yeah, not. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Ooh. We're just... Uh, any kind of exposures, good exposure. Well, yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be great. Uh, we had a uh, we had a value menu show on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, and not my favorite audience. <laughs> so it I, seems I to like, be a theme with you and and that oh, show. Man, that show is rough, man. It's one of those things where that audience, like I was like killing riffing up top. Like I had some great riffs up top, but as soon as they smelled a bit, they're like, "This guy sucks." <laughs> it's like as soon as I started going into like material, they're like, "Nope," and because I wasn't telling stories, cross the arms, yeah. And then it was just like you stopped were, yourself from having a meltdown. Though I thought I, I was gonna see what they were hype. They were hypersensitive too. They're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like, oh come on, I don't freaking ooh your improv. Which is definitely more filthy than <laughs> whatever I was saying. That's true. Right? Yeah. I don't okay. get that. It's like, well, we were making it up, so, you know, it's not... Yeah. It wasn't premeditated <laughs> grossness. Yeah, you it just came out. You thought about what you were going to say. You wrote it into a bit, you sicko. You fucking monster. <laughs> you anti-feminist piece of garbage. That's what you are. Did you ever go on stage? Sometimes when I feel the the audience judging me, then I start to feel bad. Like I start to judge myself too. Like I get in the group mind. Like sometimes if I ever said anything sexist or uh, racist, uh, racially uh, tantalizing, I feel the audience start judging me, and then I start to be like, "Am I a racist? Am I a sexist?" And I'm like, "No, fuck this audience." Yeah, I have to remind myself that they're not better than me. I mean, sometimes I get the feeling of, oh, maybe I don't. I wouldn't want to see this guy either. <laughs> <laughs> in this context like I came to go see improv see my friends do improv and then I'm bombarded with these two stand-up comedians who are doing a half hour between the two of them who are taking up uh, like almost half the show with their material you know but you know how long it takes to book that show right I mean to get that on. venue I know we're giving you a space to perform I know so I mean, I'm still, oddly enough, I'm still grateful for those shows, even though he, Justin Justin was so nice. He, uh, that was the day that I got my voice voiceover agent, and uh, he tried to give me the good spot on the show, and I took it, and then I just ate it. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what, man? All nights can't end well. 
I was like, you're a good friend, though. Thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, this was in the cards for me to fail tonight. It's good for me to do that right before I go out of town on good good gigs. Yeah. Like, uh, the, in La Jolla, the crowds are so good that if you stay down in San Diego too long, you can get spoiled because the crowds are, are that good. Uh, so it was nice to have to work really hard before I, I went on the road and... I've got a couple of shows this week where I'll have to, you know, I'll have to freaking work <laughs> to get stuff going. And that'll be good because uh, I'll be going out of town again this weekend. So I'm excited for that. Nice. Dude, uh, I was driving through Beverly Hills and uh, I was with this guy. I didn't really know him well. And he, I was like, man, this place feels so fake to me. Like sometimes it's so nice. All the trees are cut perfectly. And I thought he was going to agree with me like oh yeah this is a fake place like it's it's crazy and he's just like well this got to be inspiration stop being lazy he's like this has got to be inspiration i was just like yeah okay all right <laughs> all right how long have you been out here <laughs> yeah lower a- your standards friend <laughs> yeah i actually would I'll- you want to live in somewhere like beverly hills though where it's like just rows of those houses no i would want to live in a community that's what i think a uh, gated community no, no, just like a community where, like, you know your neighbors. Oh, okay. Like, That'd be cool. Have something like that. Dude, none of those people know each other. They have fortresses around them. Mm-hmm. Fuck everyone in Beverly Hills. Unless you're going to hire me for something, then what's up? What's up? <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> what up, though? How you doing, eh? <laughs> what, uh, what do you have coming up for later this week? I got, uh, guys, I'll promote... I'm going to promote one show a week, because I feel like if I promote multiple shows, then you guys spread yourselves out. I'm just going to pick one show a week now to promote. It's my new thing. I'm picking. I'm going to be at the Sunday. I'm going to be doing Aaron Milner's show at the Nerdist. Oh, you are? Palapalooza? Yes. Dude, that'll be great, man. So. You're headlining that, Go see that. I guess so. Yeah, dog. You know. That'll be freaking great. I don't know. That'd be a lot of fun. Let me know how that goes. I am going to promote a, a couple more than one. <laughs> I'm not saying that has to be your model. I'm just saying that'll be my model. Right, right, right. Uh, this Tuesday, April 14th, got a stand-up on the spot in the belly room of the Comedy Store, 8 o'clock. Killer lineup, Joe Rogan, Natasha Leggero, Sean Patton, and more. And then uh, Roast Battle to follow them on both those shows, guys. Wednesday, hosting at the Bray Improv. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I will be with Bobby Lee in Sacramento featuring for him. So come catch those shows. I'm super excited. There'll be some good shows. I'll, I'll guarantee you every single one of those shows will be good. And I don't guarantee things very often. Well, that's appreciated then. And then uh, I start Groundlings this week, so uh, <laughs> I'll keep you guys updated on that. <laughs> that's going to be a shit show. I can already tell. Love oh, it. man. It's going to be crazy. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, we always uh, appreciate your support. We love you guys. Email us at thebuildingyears at gmail.com with any questions or if you want us to talk about something specifically or if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, we'd be more than happy to talk to you. <laughs> Don't be a fucking coward. Use coasters. <laughs> <laughs>